In case you missed it, here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. There's Demi, the uh, newly engaged. This is the season, isn't it? We are in smack dab in the middle of engagement season, which usually starts about the weekend before Thanksgiving mm-hmm. and then carries through all the way through Valentine's Day. So it's a few months of everybody popping the question and posting on social media their new bedazzled yeah. gemstones and diamond rings and all the good things. Is there any data on the longevity of, say, Christmas or Valentine engagements uh, versus, say, on any given day in May or oh. August. You know I love a good chart. And I love a good stat. So I would like to, yeah. yeah, I would like to know that data. Do you remember when your, there wasn't really, you guys said you had an interesting engagement, much like I did. Yeah. Um, uh, so what what month was that? That was May. May. Okay, uh, mine was, was July. Yeah. And we haven't even reached a year yet. Not that we got divorced well, already, but we just we're coming up on the year anniversary. You're not even in the same house yet. I, that's, that's what right. I keep pushing for. For we're very slow moving people. Twenty twenty four. What what can I say? My parents, I know they were all about the holidays. Apparently, uh, the question was popped on Christmas. Uh, oh. Dad did the many boxes of just random stuff to the point where my mom was like, "All right, Rich, this is uh, enough. Like, there's." This is enough little boxes of things. Then came the engagement ring. Oh. And then they got married on Valentine's Day. Oh. So well, look, how long is that? Yeah. So that was a success story. Now, oh. my mom may tell you success may be a relative term, but yes, it was. Has it they been, are still together. It's got to be. Well, uh, has it been 50 plus years? Uh, it has to be. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's lovely. Uh, okay. No, our engagement, we were out to eat on the patio of a restaurant in Montevideo, and my wife says, so we're going to get married or what? Aww. Very romantic. Yeah. I came in the from in carrying the- a box of recycles to the garage, probably with some <laughs> leaking right. down the front of me, and Alex, I thought he fell in the living room when I came back in, but no, he got uh, down on one knee, and I was like, what are, what are you doing? That's what I stop. said. Uh, so romantic. Well, just remember, if there's anything that size, of box that doesn't have a ring in it, don't do that. Don't it's do that. It's not going to end well. That's yeah, right. it's not going to go mm-hmm. as you expected. Mm-hmm. Hey! Justin Bieber on the Q102 Morning Show. He and Haley got engaged in July of 2018. Okay. Got married in September of 2018. Oh, so a yeah. short engagement. Okay. When you know, you know. Why, you know, let's let's get her done. All of this two-year wait, I don't why. Well, I think if you're trying to book, say, a popular venue to have the wedding, mm. it's almost probably a year out wait for oh, some yeah. okay. places. All so right. that may be that you may want to do it tomorrow, but they may not have tomorrow available I for, see. say, a couple years. That if, may be some of the issue. I'm only speculating, but if you're Justin and Haley Bieber, you I'll go, bet. Hey, <laughs> bump that other couple. Yeah. We want the date. <laughs> We have a scheduling problem. We need to move you one week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Justin Bieber wants to get married. So uh, that's a quick turnaround, too. Uh, July to September. We were May to August. But, you know, it was, it was small. And basically, the after the wedding was in our backyard with a bonfire and coolers of beer. And it was lovely. We, very memorable and fun. That's uh, yeah. 
over 15 years ago now. I told All right, you. start these stats then. Everybody can weigh in online. When did you get engaged? Oh, yeah. Are you still married? <laughs> How long was the engagement? Yeah, well, yeah. And do we need another call? Was it, was it a was holiday? It? Was it, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, yes. I told you how I uh, sort of helped with an engagement. Remember last yeah. January, we went to Isla Mujeres, Mexico, the island of women, where we've been, love it there. It just so happened, my stepson and his then girlfriend booked the trip the exact same week as we were there we didn't they didn't know it you guys we didn't not talk it. in your family how do you not know this? well i mean we <laughs> we eventually obviously knew months ahead of time cuz yeah. cuz she asked hey what uh, what van service do you use from the airport oh and i told her like when you going <laughs> whatever the date and then was you're like, january oh, we'll be there too <laughs> we're going So we knew at the time he was going to propose to her there. Oh, okay, okay. So day one, uh, we're all on the beach. The ladies are going up the way uh, to find some shops. And so the man folk are sitting on the beach, and and he says, I got the ring in this room now. Like, what now? It was he in panic mode, like I don't, I don't want to mess this up. Well, yeah, and he didn't want to put it off and like be stressing about it. Let's get it over with. And I told him that island on the very south point. There's a little uh, Mayan temple ruin because that's where the uh, women from the mainland they would canoe out to that point, and it's a long ways. It takes 20 minutes with a ferry, let alone a canoe. Uh, Yeah, I didn't tell him it. Well, and I'll save that part. So that is the farthest east of Mexico. They always say the sun rises first on Punta Sur on Isla Mujeres. Be the first sunrise. Get her out there on that point and waves are coming in. It's beautiful blue green. And uh, he did. He got her out there right at sunrise. He proposes. Then there's one other dude there who took a picture of him. It was perfect. Very nice. nice. The part I left out was that the ladies would would canoe out there to be blessed by the fertility gods. Mm. We left, left that part out. <laughs> and do, do they want some extra fertility <laughs> well, blessings? Or are they like, now we're good right now. No, Thank you very yeah, much. <laughs> they're good right now. But I don't know that they still know. They're coming for Christmas. Oh. I, maybe I'll finally break that news. Remember yeah. that point? Remember there was that? a detail so, uh, they left out. And was, so here's a stocking full of uh, tests for you because you may need these. Oh, no. <laughs> wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best station for shower sing-alongs. It's so funny. The Q102 Morning Show. This uh, December 18, which we learned apparently is the, uh, well, not the, one of the top uh, days to get engaged. Ahead of Valentine's Which Day. was Yeah, that was the surprising part. Not that people are getting engaged this week or no. this month, because we are in engagement season. It starts about the weekend before Thanksgiving, goes mm-hmm. all the way mm-hmm. through Valentine's Day. But you said specifically December 18th. 18th. Well, that's... Not Christmas Day, Christmas Eve, any of week. those, but Maybe December that's 18th. One week till hmm. Christmas, I'm doing the thing, and then... We'll get to go surprise all the family at Christmas dinner. Maybe that's what it is. I like that. I like yeah. a good not on a holiday engagement. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, if you're planning that, don't let me take talk you out of it. But I would yeah. if I was going to, you know. Today, uh, December 18, also uh, the anniversary of the 13th Amendment to the Constitution abolishing slavery in 1865. I told you about this series we've been watching, Lawman Bass Reeves. 
It's a Taylor mm-hmm. Sheridan product, which he may be difficult. We've been hearing, you know, stuff suing his actors. Behind the scenes, yeah. But he's, man, he is knocking it out of the park with his series. We love it. Last night, wait, we, let's watch a lawman Bass Reeves. And about three quarter in, I'm like, this is seeming like really final. It was the last of the season, oh, no. and now we're and gonna, you didn't oh. know. It was really Isn't good. Isn't that the worst when you don't know it going in? Yeah. Don't you want to prepare well, for? Okay, I gotta, I gotta really savor every moment well, of this show because it's the, it's the end of the season. It's kind of like reaching back into the little bag of M and M's only to find, oh no, that one I just was swallowed it. was the last uh, one. No, I, I needed savor. It. savor. <laughs> it was, it was so good. I've been saying all along, watch this. The ending of this season, very, very good, too. But I thought, this is almost so final. I'm like, is there going to be another season? And it turns out, kind of yes, kind of no. There is going to be an anthology of lawmen, but it'll be a different character, a different historic character each season. So... Okay, so yeah. they're kind of going the route of like True Detective, where it's still under that umbrella yeah. of True Detective, but different plots, different mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Okay, so okay. I highly recommend it. And the reason I brought it up with the Thirteenth Amendment because he was a former slave, and he ended up becoming a, a sheriff's deputy in the Old West, which you know. The, I bet I would like this. It, it, that was a rough time to be a sheriff's deputy in the Old West as an African American mm-hmm. man. Excellent, excellent. Gets uh, it's a little harsh sometimes. I don't mind that. Okay. Yeah. The Q102 Morning Show. <laughs> Hello, that's us. Happy Hello. Monday, one week till Christmas Day. How did I forget about the Rob Gronkowski National Anthem? I should have made appointment viewing to catch it. <laughs> I had to work on Saturday nights. This is Christmas party season at the venue that I also work at. And so I missed the bowl games on much of Saturday. So I was counting on you. I was waiting for a text to say, wow, Rob Gronkowski was the best national anthem surprise singer that we have ever heard. Yeah. I didn't get that. I didn't get any text, though. So maybe it was good. Maybe it was bad. Maybe maybe he, at the end, decided, you know what? I'm going to let the veterans choir sing, and I'm just going to start them off. But I well, don't know. So that's what this is, because I'm seeing another quartet with him in the middle as support. So this is a veterans group singing mm-hmm. with him. Okay. <laughs> let's, then let's hope it's respectful. Is it? Let's have a listen. It's very... Ambient. I didn't get this from like the NFL feed here. Let's listen. Okay. Well, all right. So far, it's a good thing they have the quartet there as support, probably. Yeah. yeah. There's one guy kind of directing them through. I will say this. You know how I am. There's protocol on singing the anthem. A proud tempo. Like, mm-hmm. Don't do the calisthenics. None of that is happening. I'm happy yeah. about that. You know what I want to, you know, when we get to the, you know, Rockets Red Glare. Guy. 
have to say. Well, well, I don't know what that last chord was, but. That feed sounded a lot better than the clip that I heard that was a little bit more <laughs> like when you could hear Gronk really, really come above I the could, choir. It was, yeah. And I don't know that anyone expected it to necessarily be good because before he even sang, Gronk was talking to TMZ and he said, you know, the, the choir behind him, I think this was his quote, they can make me look good because I sang the national anthem before the committee and they all looked at each other and then one of his former uh, players julian edelman was there and and julian looked at me and said i need 10 more shots for you to go on so i can keep listening so i don't think they expected him to be good by any means did he do any military i just keep going why we've got a well veterans group let him sing He, he made it look ridiculous he looks ridiculous it was okay. <laughs> well, was he? I don't know if he was. No, and and that's always shown in the the what is it the um the veterans credit union. He's the spokesman during those commercials where he's always trying to get an account, and they're like, "But you didn't oh. serve. This oh. is for veterans only." You've probably seen him in those commercials, or maybe yeah. you didn't even know that was him. Leave him out. He, he took what could have been a lovely quartet of a veterans group and made it into he i don't think he was they had to know though right he wasn't purposefully being comedic but he looks ridiculous singing i but overall (laughs) song wise uh, good so they had the tempo correct yes it was done in a good proud tempo i give it a three and a half oh a text from dan on the gronk national anthem Dan says, Gronk singing the national anthem reminds me if Brendan Fraser's character in George of the Jungle were to discover a microphone. I, I don't think I saw it. I can picture it, though. I, I know what uh, that's what I was about. just going to say. Brendan Fraser would. There's some similarities there, I think. Yeah. We did find a little cleaner audio. Maybe that's a more fair representation than the very echoey chamber on a cell phone. Let's hear it. Okay, well, I think this is another cell phone. There's somebody in the crowd singing terribly, too, but that, that ain't no, good. That might be Gronk. That, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that might be him. That might be all him. Ain't good, dog. Ooh. Let the Veterans Quartet sing it, please. Text Tim and Laura, 320-235-1025. The Q102 Morning Show. We, uh, we also mentioned earlier this morning that uh, December 18th, is one of the top engagement states. For some reason, you got Christmas, New Year's, Valentine's, and December 18 is ahead of Valentine's Day. So we did ask, you know, when did you get engaged? Ashley wrote in text. You can't take calls right now today. She said, December 18 is a great day. It's my wedding anniversary. So... Happy anniversary, Ashley. I said, congratulations. Do you remember when you got engaged? And she said, and I quote, well, funny story here. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Pretty much the same day, laugh emoji. We did things very untraditionally. We had a courthouse wedding and basically woke up that morning, decided we didn't want to wait or have a big wedding. So, eh, well, let's Just get married to today. Engagement and <laughs> well, wedding, same day. 
You know what? That takes some of the stress of planning out that some oh. people who are at their wits end of totally. just dealing with people whose opinions are not your own <laughs> and it's not their wedding. You know, it alleviates all of that. So there's nothing wrong with however you do. That's you. right. That makes our May to August seem like a long time. Right. Congratulations, right. Ashley. Q102. Well, the story of the shortest engagement ever, uh, the saga continues here for Ashley, who texted. Oh, pretty much more. decided to get married in the morning and got married uh, at the courthouse that day. One day engagement. Wow, okay. She, uh, she replied after hearing us, to be fair, we had originally dated in junior high and had Aww. never really fully closed that chapter. Aww, <laughs> oh, that's cute. Junior high, and then, oh. And that, so oh, I asked, years. did your mom approve back in junior high? Mm-hmm. She said, what do you think she said? She probably said, mm, she said he was cute and a nice boy. <laughs> she said, she did, smiley face. Finally, smiley face. I met him through my best friend, so my best friend is now my sister-in-law. Oh, this story is... This is turning into a Hallmark Christmas movie. (laughs) You are going to cry. Here they are again. Can't wake up without it. It always sounds good. Tim and Laura, the Q102 Morning Show. Well, I could have saved this, but it is Movie Monday. And one of the movies that I saw a trailer for that I was kind of excited about is the new The Color Purple, which comes out a week from today, Christmas Day. Big cast that includes Fantasia Barino. She was a winner of American Idol Season 3. She just went by Fantasia, right? I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now she's acting. This is a big film for her to be in. And now she's been ousted. She and her family were ousted from an Airbnb rental over the weekend because of uh, too much partying. I don't know what the rules are. If, if each Airbnb needs to set, look, no parties, no guests, whatever. She posted on X that the Airbnb host accused the group of having a party and making loud noises. Barino said... She was never told she couldn't have company over and that, quote, it was evident that this house was set up to host parties and gatherings. I'm going to call hearsay on that. What say you, couch juror? <laughs> um, I mean, usually the Airbnbs are sometimes somebody buys a house in a neighborhood, yeah. maybe flips it. Says, ah, this would be a nice Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. But you still have to to be cognizant that this is a neighborhood, not a hotel, right? Yeah. And even in a hotel, you've been in a hotel room before where oh. the people above you are so loud or in the hallways so loud. And you're like, there are other people mm. here trying to sleep, live their lives, do whatever they're doing. You have to be sort of respectful. So wherever the Airbnb exists, there's probably normal quiet hours in a neighborhood or a, yeah. a space, right? I don't know if, would that be an Airbnb thing, or is that, like I said, each individual home, you got to put the print in there, we got to be quiet after 9 p.m., no additional guests beyond those who are registered. Wouldn't you have to put that in your write-up for your Airbnb? You would think so, but then again, sometimes people get these... Oh, let's let's just do this business without much forethought, and then That's things true. go 
go down a path where they're like, well, I never thought that would be an issue. Yeah. Well, you probably should have. I bet they put that in their paperwork now. <laughs> probably. <laughs> you know, write that in there. Probably. Uh, yeah, I don't think I ever saw the first, the color purple, I'm sorry to say, but this looks really good. So Christmas Day, families uh, opened all their presents. Like, what do we do now? Go see Go the, to the movies. Purple. Much like we were surprised about December 18th, today's date being one of the biggest engagement dates yeah. of the holiday season. Yeah. I was also surprised to see how many families do go to go to the movies on Christmas Day. I would have thought that would have been a day where like you're so exhausted from being up early, opening presents that you're like, okay, let's, if we don't have family coming over, let's stay in our jammies and clean up the, the gift wrap and play with the toys that are open. But no, it's a big movie day. But if family is over... And you've had Christmas Eve, maybe you went to church, you got dinner, you get up, you open some presents in the morning, it's like, now they're still hanging around. There's a, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, and another present, here's movie tickets yeah, for all of you. Get out. Oh, you're not coming? No. But you all go and have a great time, and I'm going to stay right here in the peace and quiet. That's right. <laughs> Rise and shine. Don't know what I do without them, they're awesome. Mornings on Q102. Oh, oh, oh. oh, Santa's here with another Christmas Santa? gift idea. We're getting close, aren't we? We are, and we've been talking a lot about uh, some big books that have come out over the course of the year. And in fact, Goodreads put out their list of the 2023 best books broken down by categories. So if you like a little romance, if you like a little uh, sci-fi, uh, if you like horror, the new book, Holly, which Holly. is the in uh, Stephen King's repertoire. Ah. And that is a recurring character. In fact, you may know about this character and not even pick up you may have never picked up one of these books but this character has made an appearance in the outsider book and tv miniseries with jason bateman did you watch that one no holly gibney is is the character that was pretty good also the mr mercedes series which was based on the book series made into a tv series but now the book just based on holly's character alone called holly and that seems christmassy but that makes the best book of 2023 for the horror category okay. so i some of the stephen king books get put into that horror category and they're more just kind of psychological so i think that's just like a general category you think stephen king you think horror yeah but sometimes it's just suspenseful book i would put it more maybe in the suspense category but if you're looking for some book ideas, then we have got you covered. Everything from, say, memoirs. Britney Spears' book makes the Goodreads best memoir of the year. I disagree. I read. I enjoyed. So I'm sure if you have a Britney Spears lover in your life, they will like her memoir. But I think Pamela Anderson did it better. Mm. I liked her writing style better. I liked the the stuff that was put in the book a little bit better. I think Pamela went into a little more detail. Brittany kind of brushed along some of the, the big moments in your life where you go, but I think there might be more to that story. Mm. And we're not going to talk about the more. Okay, we're just moving on. Now, I guess the book would have been like 10 times bigger if she would have went into all the details. But I think Pamela's was very surprising and very enjoyable <laughs> if you're going for the memoir yeah. route. Surely you put your body book on this list. Tell me you 
I did. In fact, if you get to the bottom, if you go to 1025fm.com, you can see all of the day's uh, gift idea recommendations. And we're going to cross everybody off the list. In fact, we have a little something for your pets even coming up this week. So we're getting to everybody. But you picked up a copy of The Body by Bill Bryson. It was your bedtime reading book, which sometimes was terrifying, sometimes humorous, sometimes entertaining and informative. And you skipped over certain chapters that talked about death in your sleep. I can understand that. Well, right especially before bed. men in their late fifties. Yeah, I'm like, oh, I don't want to read that before I go to sleep. But yeah, it's, but I, it's a cool book, well written. It is really, really good. And Bill Bryson, I guess, has written a lot of books. I was not familiar with his other books until the body book. But I ended up getting, I think I talked about this when graduation party season was in full swing. My best friend from high school, Sarah, had a daughter graduating and going into the medical field. So along with a card and some money, I also gifted her that book because I said, you are going to love this, especially whether you're in the medical profession or just a, a person learning about how your body works. It is very, very good. But let's say you're putting together a little cookbook basket, maybe a, you know, a cookbook and then some things that you can make one of the recipes, maybe for a gift exchange. My favorite, favorite, favorite ever cookbook is called the Complete Mediterranean Cookbook. Oh. 500 recipes in this. Whoa. And it's everything from the meat eaters, the vegetarians, the healthy eaters, the new to kind of cooking and foodie type cooking. This is a, a crowd pleaser. And the recipe book and cookbook has a lot of little helpful tips in there, which I may share some in the kitchen tips coming up in 2024 from this particular cookbook as well. Mediterranean diet is supposed to be very good heart health and longevity and all of that. You want on two sports? Bergeth is uh, out today. Laura, what's, uh, what do we need to know? Okay, so earlier we talked about the lottery that the the Powerball lottery is at $543 million. Nobody won on Saturday. There was football games on Saturday. And I'm looking at numbers. And I don't know if this is like a lottery tip, but I'm willing to bet maybe... Maybe, just maybe, the Powerball might be the number seven. Judging by everything related to the Vikings. Hear me out on this, all right? (laughs) So heading into the last quarter, 17 with a seven, 17 to three. Looking good for the Vikings, right? No, it doesn't end well. They lose in overtime 27 to 24. They sit now at seven and seven in the NFC playoff picture. They will play Detroit next. January then they will play the Packers. 7th. And then on January 7th, oh. they play the Lions again. Okay. So right now they sit at 7-7. Seven and seven. They are in second place. So there's a two. We don't need to worry about that. But... I just thought, oh, do all those are all those numbers aligning? Seven, and yes, the seventeen, twenty-seven, thirty-seven. Uh-huh. Pick your numbers. Seven and seven. Yeah, what? Watch it. Won't, there will not be a seven in the Powerball in any of the numbers. But I'm just saying that all those sevens kind of stood out to me. But the Vikings are not out of it. That is the moral of this story. They are in second place, and with a few more games to go in the season, they they could still have a chance. <laughs> yeah. And I have a chance to be king of England. And to win the Powerball tonight. <laughs> pick pick your numbers wisely. That, that I might is have all. a better chance. All right. Thank you. That is all. The Q102 Morning Show Podcast. Join Tim and Laura weekdays from 6 to 9.